Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who have finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is Chapter 1.10, Memories of Boom Boom Mountain, boarded by Bert Yone and Sean Jimenez. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn that helping a sentient mountain is a questionable way to deal with your poop-based childhood trauma. While roughhousing with some very buff dudes, Finn overhears someone crying. He vows to help them no matter what, explaining that when he was a baby, he made boom-boom onto a leaf and fell. Ignored by the forest denizens that passed, Finn never wanted to put someone in the same position. Finn and Jake discover the tears are coming from a nearby mountain, who hates watching the beautiful manly bodybuilders wrestling. Finn promises to make them stop. This obviously doesn't go down well. Through a series of more and more convoluted requests, Finn refuses to give up, even at Jake's urging. He remembers how Jake's parents came to his rescue as a baby. Using a sequence of events far too complicated to recap here, Finn manages to help literally everyone. The episode ends with our heroes riding into the sunset on a, on the back of a dolphin that fell in love with Jake. Whew, oh that's a God. wild ride. <laughs> I love this episode. Uh, this is... By far my favorite of the the 10 we have rewatched so far. Really? Yeah. Like, it is so ridiculous. Like, it just goes peak surrealism, and I'm living for it. My favorite moment, for sure, and this is unusual for me, is the way Finn goes, I made boom boom on a leaf. Boom! 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 Uh, It's just so overdramatic, and he puts such gravitas into it. It's some amazing voice acting, and I love it. Uh, My favorite part is definitely, he still cries when he poops. Thanks for being (laughs) cool, guys. Yeah, I mean, on that note, like, so we have this group of super, super buff dudes, and they're surprisingly sensitive fellows, uh, and they're very respectful of Finn's traumas. Like, they, they say, listen... I understand this is something to do with your boom boom, and I respect that. Like, <laughs> and I respect that. Like, it's ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it's modeling some good behavior underneath all of it, so. That's true. I mean, I really like the Marauders. They're just such a goofy group of people. I wish we had seen them again at some point. Me too. I'm like, yeah, they're just genuinely fun, and I don't think they ever come back. Um, And I just love the ridiculousness. Like, first they're punching and then the and then the the Marin complains. They're like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll cushion it with, with animals." So they start punching each other with like ducks and pigs tied to their fists. But it's cool because the animals are totally into it. And then they transition to just petting each other. Also, it's not just it's not just like I don't know animals you would think. There's also like beavers, dinosaurs, fish, giraffes, dolphins, and alligators. They're, they're punching each other with all those different types of animals. It, it's great. It's beautiful. The dolphin falls in love with Jake or Finn. One of them, inexplicably. It, it's just, uh, I love it. Yeah, that's the opposite of a problem. Adventure time. Oh, it's amazing. Also, I think we have to say it. 
This is the most homoerotic episode. I was going to say, the mountain is very attracted to these roughhousing boys. They're He's not just all those a- men and the, their disgusting, fantastic bodies. He, he, yeah, so first of all, the, the mountain is totally into these bodybuilders, but he can't come to terms with his attraction. Like, it causes him, like, psychological stress, so he wants to turn away so he can't see them. But then there's also a very horny mountain behind him who's like, you can't do that because I love staring at your back. And I will say it was a very handsome back, so I get it. Also, he has two big hill butts, butt cheeks. <laughs> so and then of course we have all these extremely buff dudes literally petting each other um petting each other raw it's a weirdly gay episode and i love it (laughs) okay so i guess we should talk stop talking about the the fun stuff and touch on finn's tragic backstory huh well I miss the time when this was the most tragic part of Finn's backstory. I still think it is kind of the most, like, it stems from that initial tragedy, right? Like, somehow after, you know, his dad died trying to save him, or not died, his dad got separated trying to save him, and he's left on a a raft for weeks or months. He he finally manages to land and, I, I guess, crawl into the middle of a forest. And everybody just ignores him as he sits there in his own, you know, his own poop. It's, it's pretty awful. That's a boom, boom, baby. I love how the way he says that's a boom, boom, baby makes it sound like it's a, a thing. How many abandoned babies are there that they have a term for them? Ah, jeez, That's a horrifying thought. Yeah. I mean, it's still post-apocalyptic. It's been a thousand years, but clearly there's not that much civilization that you know it's not like there are orphanages you can send babies to so that's disturbing huh hmm so yeah uh finn is deeply traumatized still by losing his family and being abandoned but it's genuinely heartwarming how uh joshua and margaret took him in and he was so inspired by that that kind of encouraged his heroism that's the fundamental part of his personality I didn't realize we saw Joshua and Margaret this early. Yeah, we do. And uh, they're great as ever. Love their voices. And I guess we should say that once again, there's no lesson because Finn's able to help everyone. Well, so that's the ridiculous thing. Um, So, again, it's this thing of the episode actively sets up an obvious moral, which is you can't always help everyone, which is a true and genuine lesson that I think people need to learn. Uh changes it because Finn does manage to help everyone. So what's the point? Uh, But then in the long term, I think, again, this is a theme that we revisit. And Finn does eventually have to learn, no, you can't. (laughs) Right? He's sure going to try, though. He's sure going to try. But we say that, like, in this episode, he does manage to fix everything. But I notice, like, how temporary the fix is. That's true. Uh, Like, the, the fix was... Again, I cannot remember the entire Rube, uh, you know, what's the term for those really Rube weird Goldberg. machines? Rube Go- Goldberg machine that does it all. But it's stuff like these people freak out, so they start fanning a fire, which makes steam, which blocks the the old dudes or the buff dudes. That's going to what work for a week max. Uh, and then we're going to be back at stage one. The baby fish's mom is still literally dead. Literally dead. That's depressing straight up. 
Uh, yeah, that's straight up different. Like, it, especially compared with the fact that Finn's story is a orphan is like also a central part. Like, it's this very weird commentary that's very bleak. And the part where all these like people start coming at him with different issues and the cuts are really rapid and the music and the voices keep getting louder and louder. It feels like a panic attack. <laughs> like that's the feeling I feel a panic attack actually gives you. Hmm. I like that. So yeah, I don't know. Um, on the surface, I don't think this has much of a moral, but I think if you think about it more, it does. Hey, I love ooh dragons. I just want to say that. The dragon. This is weird for me because I love dragons. This dragon didn't leave much of an impression on me. Well, all the dragons look like that new with their like weird sacks and <laughs> weird sacks. That's kind of um, how to train your dragonish. Yeah, isn't it? A lot of the. I always found that weird about how to drain your dragon. How like obviously the main dragon is their most marketable one, so it looks sleek, sleek and cool, and all the others look honestly kind of goofy. <laughs> so I've got a. Boopaloopy linguistics biz. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we use math again, which isn't notable in of itself. But as the trivia section on the episode's wiki page said, this is the first time the math is used as a profanity. Oh, cool. Yeah, so as opposed to just being like, that's mathematical. This is, what the math? Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, that's neat. Um, did we find the snail? Did I find the snail? No. I did. I found it. You did? Where was I the snail? I did. It's when uh, Jake is being pet by a bunch of animals on a picnic table. Was the snail also petting? I don't think so. I think it was just waving. Hmm. Well, that seems rude of the snail. <laughs> Who doesn't want to pet Jake? I don't know. Petting Jake, like, he's a dog, but he's sapient. I really you? like any moment where Jake's, Jake just relinquishes his dignity immediately to be, like, treated like a dog. It's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had more of those moments. Like, I absolutely love when you have a story that's like, um, yes, this is a perfectly sapient animal person, uh, but they do sometimes still act like the animal they are. Um, that's one of my favorite things in Shira, uh, where you have Katra, who is a very nuanced character grappling with her morality, but also she is literally a cat. <laughs> uh, do you have any other thoughts about this episode? I don't think so. It's... A homoerotic romp through poop-based trauma, you know, so yeah. what else can we um, say? Yeah, if you haven't rewatched it, honestly, I think you should. It's pretty fun. Hey, so we got some snail mail. Um, someone anonymous on Tumblr asked us if we knew about this other Adventure Time podcast called Oh My Glob, and the answer is yes. There are actually a bunch of Adventure Time podcasts, but I think Oh My Glob is the only other active one. And uh, to that we say, the more the merrier, you know? This is a fantastic show, and there should be, frankly, dozens of podcasts about it. So Yeah, you know, the great thing about fandom is it almost always is improved by there being more voices in the conversation. So, uh, you know, this isn't a place where I think we need to, you know, feel anybody should feel protective about their turf or whatever. Let's all get talking. Let's all get sharing our thoughts. Uh, that said, we haven't actually listened to it just because we don't like want to subconsciously steal anybody else's opinions. <laughs> but you should go give it but a you listen. you should go give it a listen. <laughs> Dear listener. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. Go ahead. Enjoy. <laughs>
Do we have a media wreck? Yes, I do. I do. In the show Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, um, a character is raised by wolves, much like Finn is raised by dogs. Um, it is just a vibrant, wonderful little cartoon on Netflix. Uh, and the soundtrack, again, is just killer. And uh, it's really worthwhile. It's only three seasons. It's um, done. and Yeah, gorgeous animation, fun story, cool characters. Uh, I-, I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on how great it is. So check it out. Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. Questions and comments can be emailed to adventuretimepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at comealongwithme, where the last E is a three, and Instagram and Tumblr at adventuretimepod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Thank you.